But if I don't learn it, what does that mean? That means I don't get to grow anymore. What does that mean? That I'm going to give up my business. If I give up my business, that means I have to earn an income somehow. That means I go back to a job and no shade on a job. But if I give up, what am I saying yes to? Well, hello, hello, beautiful people. It's your girl, Shai Bivia, a.k.a. Shanice Bryant, and welcome back to another episode of the Legally Clueless Entrepreneurs Podcast, where I share side hustle business and lifestyle gems while inspiring and highlighting other women entrepreneurs who have begun their journey, turning their passion projects into profits while building wealth. Now let's get right into the episode. So welcome, welcome, Ebony. Thank you so much for being here today. I know you're a super busy lady, so. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for having me. I know you're a busy lady. (laughs) Yes. Now, you know, I just first have to definitely um, introduce you to the audience, right? Who you are um, or who I know you to be, first of all. Ebony here, uh, she is a superwoman, you guys. She's a mom. She's a wife um, who was able to quit her nine to five job, right? to um, turn her side hustle, right, her side hustle passion project into profits. So that that is just super amazing. I'll go ahead and let you introduce yourself, uh, Ebony, briefly, who you are and what you do. Thank you, Shai. So I am Ebony, aka Coach Eb. And just like Shai said, I am a wife, mother, Um, I am a former retail manager, um, now turned into a full-time fitness coach. So yes, I definitely took what I did just naturally, just was working on my health and fitness journey, started sharing it. Um, But yeah, so yeah, mom, wife, full-time entrepreneur. Awesome. And, you know, I've been following you, Ebony, for a few years now, right? I've been following your journey and I just absolutely love the growth. I love the progress that you have been making over the past few years, right? So I want you to tell us a little bit about who was Ebony, right? Who was Ebony about five to 10 years ago? Wow. Okay. Who was Ebony five years ago? So we could start so actually, Shy, this June will be six and will be seven years that I started my health and fitness journey. Wow. So yes, like seven years. I can't believe it. You know, always we always think about how long something will take. Like we think about a goal we want to achieve. And a lot of times I know I would think about how long it's gonna take, but one thing I've learned is that the time will pass anyway. So seven years ago, before I started my health and fitness journey, because that's really where I can say my life began to pivot. Although I will say that looking back now, every single thing in my life led up to that point. So seven years ago, I was, my son was about um, two years old and I was working in retail management. Um, I had a goal to go as high as I could in retail. I made it to district manager. Um, my job had relocated me to South Florida. So I was like, living it up, accomplishing my dreams. I actually got there and realized that that job was way too stressful and I wanted to just be a store manager. Um, I was able to move back home. And the thing was, it was like, I remember pulling up to my store one day. Um, We got back home, we had bought the house, I'm married, I've got my kid. 
you know, I had gone to that next position in my job that I just knew I wanted. I realized I didn't want it. So I stepped back down as a store manager. And I remember one day, Shy Clear as that I pulled up at my store. And at this time, I was be 41, so I was about 32. And I remember sitting there, I was looking at the store and I was like, is this the end? Like we have all these goals, like these, like I know I had these goal points that I was expecting to go. So I want to make it to a regional manager, a district manager, regional manager. I want to buy a house. I want to get married. I want to have my kid. And I kind of did those things. So there was like one day I was like, am I going to be like retire and just be this old woman managing this store? Like, and suddenly just like, had this, <laughs> and I remember that feeling coming over me. But I was definitely at that point in my life at the highest weight I'd ever been. I was over 200 pounds. I no longer had a lot of self-identity. It was like I got lost in the shuffle of my job. I got lost in being a mother. Um, I never really knew how to take care of myself physically. So at this point, I'm not in love with myself, not in love with my body, not totally loving my career. Like I'm here. And I was really... When I started my health and fitness journey, it was just something that I finally decided to do to start for me. So when I think about myself back then, I remember feeling like different from like in my 20s when I was like dreaming. And I felt like when I got into my 30s, I checked off a couple of things on the list and then I really wasn't dreaming anymore. Wow. Wow. That's beautiful. So that's basically how you started your fitness journey, correct? Yes. About seven yes. years ago. Okay. Awesome. And how, so take me, tell me a little bit about that journey. Like how did you really, like what program did you start doing? How did you get into, um, you know, this whole fitness journey? How did that Girl. start? So it's funny because my very good friend at that time started her own fitness business, right? So she was helping people get healthy. And I personally, when it came to like weight loss, I had, I really realized I was the queen of quitters. Always starting a new diet every Monday, always like, oh, I'm for real, for real this time. I got it. I'm gonna lose weight. I got it. And I was always quitting, like always starting, but always quitting, like forever, like get excited. I'm gonna do this quit do really good on monday really good on tuesday by wednesday i done slipped into a drive-through by thursday i'm up at night eating my son's cheetos and by friday i'm feeling like oh i messed up i may as well just start over on monday right so i was really perpetuating just starting and stopping which subliminally honestly made me feel like a failure like i'm like i'm never going to be able to lose weight like i feel like i cannot lose weight i'm not capable and my friend started and you know, and you would think that the story would be my friend started, she invited me to start and I'm like, yeah, I'll start. I didn't like she offered, told me about the program and I was like, no, I'm not paying money to lose weight. And really looking back, that really was my fear. My fear was that I knew I was a quitter. So I definitely wasn't going to invest money in something that I couldn't, that I feel like I was going to fail at. I watched her working out online and I finally was like, I remember my lowest point. I was sitting in my car, sitting ready for, waiting, ready for work, um, waiting for a time to go to work. And I stopped at my favorite restaurant, Bojangles. And for people <laughs> who don't know, they got like fried chicken, blueberry biscuits, fries, all this stuff. And I was sitting in my car, shy. I'm sitting there eating blueberry biscuits with extra icing. And I had a 32 ounce sweet tea. So sugar on sugar on sugar, right? <laughs> blueberry biscuits. And I was sitting there and I actually caught a glimpse of myself in my review mirror. 
and my pants were unbuttoned because they were too tight and I didn't want to buy a bigger size. So my belly's sitting in my lap. I'm eating blueberry biscuits with extra icing, drinking sweet tea. And I just was like, I caught a glimpse of myself in my mirror in the rearview mirror. I was like, oh my God, look at me. It was like a total outer body experience. And it was, wow. I literally was like outside of myself, looking at myself like, you, you have to do something. Wow. And it was that pivotal moment that I reached out to my friend. We got started. We started doing home-based workouts. I started learning how to eat with portion control. And I found that accountability. And I just made a decision that I don't care how long this takes. I'm going to stay consistent. And I'm going to start, uh, let me get this weight off. Like, this is it. The weight is coming off this time. And that was the beginning of me learning to trust myself, me realizing that I can do hard things. And it really, you know, I always tell people, I feel like weight loss, it wasn't so much the pride in the weight loss, but the pride in keeping my word to myself and actually believing in my ability to succeed. So that was the beginning of my weight loss journey. And my um, friend was like, you know, Eb, you should share your journey on social media. And I was like, girl, I'm not sharing my journey on social media because in the back of my mind, what if I quit? And she's like, that's why you should share it. Because if you share it, I think you'll keep going. And I started sharing it. And that's kind of how that started. Absolutely. That is so amazing. I do. I strongly believe in accountability. I'm with you on that. I feel like when you put yourself out there, it's like, it's so much harder for you to turn back now. You're like, oh my gosh, like I already put this out there. So I just have to keep going. So yes. yeah, that, <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. That is awesome. So at what point, so after you started sharing your fitness journey, what started, tell us about the change that you started to see and what started to happen after that? Well, I started sharing my fitness journey and people started inquiring, hey, Ed, what are you doing? You look great. They started signing up with me. I started having them work. And the funny part is this, and I, I think this just goes to show how me personally, I never knew anybody like personally in my life who had really was like an entrepreneur, work for themselves. So I knew people in my industry who were doing it, but I still didn't, when I started having people start signing up with me, I was creating like that side income. It never really occurred to me that you'll be doing this as a full-time job. Like that never, never. So I don't have the kind of story where I started this in the, with the intention of it being a full-time business. It was definitely something that I started doing because I sincerely wanted to be changed my own life. Right. Other people started joining. And then I really started making some extra income. And it's still, you know, the money was coming in. And for me, like for the longest, like honestly, we, you know, my family, you know, we lived paycheck to paycheck, but we knew how to do it. You know, we had a home, we had cars, we weren't hungry. Like there, we just didn't, we never had extra. So like for me, like having that side income, like now we have extra. Now we go on a trip. Like there were so many like pleasantries actually during like enjoying the journey, but really that shift in the mindset of going from why, why can't I do this to why not me? Like we go into that shift to be like, really like your mind opening up. Like we start, started having like little successes. And then I'm really a big believer that small successes are indicators to us. It's almost like a little blink, like, Look how much you've done here now. How much more is possible? Like how much more is possible? So we went to that transition. People started signing up and the business started growing. 
So at this point, I can remember there were times that my side income shy was bringing in more money than it was in my, my full-time job. And I just stood there like, wow. I mean, look at him like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> All from finding, like you said, your passion, something yeah. that I was truly enjoying. So, and like, you know, that phrase people say, um, do what you love and it'll never feel like work. Yes. Yes. I love that one. And I, I never knew what that meant. Because I hadn't found anything that I absolutely loved and it didn't feel like I enjoyed what I did in retail. I mean, I liked working with people, but it never felt like work because I really enjoyed it. It was something that came that really deep in my heart. So over time, the business built, clientele built up, um, started creating supplemental income. And that was kind of like the transition. So, wow, that is just amazing. That is, I love that. So tell me, how did you know that it was the right time? right? To quit your nine to five job. Cause that's, that's a big leap, right? <laughs> you know, it doesn't matter how much money you're making. You know, a lot of people, we love the security. Okay. Yes. You know, of our jobs and stuff like that. So from going to, from, you know, working nine to five, having that normal routine to now deciding, okay, let me just do this full time. How did you know that that was the right time? So that is a great question because that definitely is something that's really important. You want to make sure you have that security. So for me, because I, a big thing for me was I needed to see consistently the money at least matching or more consistently. So for me, I took into account uh, how the income was growing. And then also, of course, also looking at personal expenses. And because the income was growing, we're able to pay off certain bills, able to put some things into savings. And so for me, actually, my big change shy came in 2020 right at the start of the pandemic wow. and let me explain to you what happened it's actually like i know i know that god is totally like direct directs our paths and you i was i was just talking to my mom and i'm like in order to do something big or do anything in life we have to believe in something bigger than us yeah and i'll never forget when the pandemic hit um we had to, they shut the store down. So I was home for two months working, you know, two months, we weren't working. And in those two months, everything just seemed to align. I had other women that came and partnered with me who wanted to work with me and start their own coaching business. Like the, like at that time, the day that the store shut down because of the pandemic, my inbox started blowing up. My business started like taking like this exponential growth that I had never seen before. So we were, I was already doing well, but it was doing even much better. But it was like in those two months of not working and just doing my business and I'm home, I'm not working at the store. It was in that moment that I was like, I'm not going back. <laughs> I was like, I, like the, the fire that I was feeling being at home and then also being home with my son. Mm -hmm. So working in retail management, I missed, you know, I worked nights, days, weekends, if I was the manager, so if someone called out, guess who had to go to work? Right. You know, I'll never forget the day that me and my husband were planning on going out for our anniversary and I had an employee go to lunch and not come back. Wow. So I'm sitting here midway getting dressed to go out for my anniversary dinner and I had to put on my uniform and go to my store. Hmm. Wow. And there were so many moments where I was missing with my son. And as my son, now when he was a baby and my, my husband was home with him, you know, my husband worked a regular schedule because we needed somebody with a regular schedule so my son could have 
some predictability. So my husband was the one who was with him most nights tucking him in. Most nights I missed dinner with my family because I'm working late. Most weekends I didn't get to do the fun stuff because I had to be at the store. And as my, but as my son got older, he began to realize like, mommy, when are you going to come back home? Mommy, why can't you come to the park with us on Saturday? Mommy. And that stuff started really hitting my, hitting my heartstrings. And then I, so I was home for the two months. I'm working my business. We're going to the park together. Business is thriving. And I made the decision. I was, man, my husband sat down. We looked at everything. It was like, it doesn't make sense. You don't have to go back. So I did go back because I had to, you know, store over that went back, but I went back and I gave my notice. But it was in that time frame. A, for me, I needed to see the finances make sense. And the finances did make sense. But really that brief period when the pandemic came down and we had to shut down and I was home. And I really got a chance to like actually experience what it would feel like. And I was like, I, I can't go back. And so I went back, put my notice in, did a whole month and helped them with the transition. I was at that company for 10 years, an amazing company. I love, I love that company I got to work with. But yeah, that's when I knew it was time to go. And it's been smooth sailing ever since. It's been great ever since. Wow, that's amazing. And you know what's interesting? I hear a lot of people, a lot of entrepreneurs do, um, for some reason, even though, um, you know, unfortunately during the pandemic and COVID, you know, it was a really tough time, right? For a lot of people. Um, but also on the other hand, a lot of people were able to thrive in their businesses. You know, a lot of people pivoted and stuff like that. And so that's just amazing. And it shows you too, you know, with being home, right? Uh, during the pandemic, it really reminds you of how much you have been missing out from yes. home, right? Yes. It's just yes. a huge eye opener. Like, oh my yes. gosh, I actually like being home. I actually like spending time with my family, you know, <laughs> <laughs> like doing things on my own time, you know, so it really yes. was a huge eye opener for so many people. Yes. We get, we get caught in the rat race of, and mm -hmm. we think that there's no other way yes. Like we tend to think. And so sometimes a breakdown can come in to show us what what is actually possible to have our eyes open up and say wait a minute there is another way there is another possibility mm -hmm. and also going to show i think for me is that just showing that when we put the work in you will always know and you know i think back to the times when i would see other people who are in my same industry you know they're they're not working they're like oh i quit my job and i would want to quit my why can't i quit my job yeah i want to quit my job but understanding that your timing is going to be perfect for you. And when you know it's your time, you don't even question it. I even look back, Shy, that year is when, of course, the schools went to virtual learning. Right. Keep in mind, I work in retail. And then with the job my husband had, we didn't have the convenience like some people have there in virtual school. They'll take their kids to their job and maybe sit them in their office and let them be. I didn't have that. We, we didn't have that. So one of us would have had to stop working or how, how we would have worked it out. And I'm just like, look at the timing of life that the time that I was able to quit was a time when my son was going to need somebody home wow. to do virtual learning. Like you can't, it's just learning to trust the timing of your life. Yeah, that, that is so true. And you know, that's another thing I wanted to get back to with, with your spouse, right? So how was that conversation um, like? with your husband with deciding to quit was he you know open to it right then and there you know did he hesitate how was that conversation like <laughs> that's a very good question so the good thing about us is that 
we're we're very much so on the same uh, um on the same mindset as far as like finances so for us it made sense on paper so since it made sense on paper there was no hesitation as far as is it time to quit so for me it was it, that wasn't a huge it wasn't a it was it was just like duh it makes sense like you're you're it doesn't make sense for you to keep going and working so that was a very easy conversation for us um yeah so that was that that went easily for me thankfully <laughs> that's awesome so I've been following you now, right, for a few years and all of that. And you, I mean, you've been consistent. I mean, it's been, what, seven years, like you said, right? How do you, I know we mentioned accountability and all of that earlier, but, you know, sometimes we still, you know, give up on things that we have put out there, right? How do you remain consistent, right? Not only in this business, right? But um, fitness is basically your brand, right? So how right. do you remain consistent? um with you know fitness with your health and wellness journey and with your business great question so i actually saw this um something another instagram creator shared and she said i quit my business many times it just never made it to social media and like that was kind of like wow. wow because right isn't that something to think about there mm -hmm. so there were many times that I always tell and this is what I also tell my fitness clients. So, it, and it's it, it is very um, it runs congruent with a business. There are times that I thought to myself, "Oh, this is going to be hard," or "This is I can't do this," or "This is overwhelming," or how like sometimes the goal can seem so far away. Like we sit and look where we're at, and we're thinking about where we want to go, and like sometimes the journey can seem like, "How am I going to get there?" That seems so far away. But this is the one thing that I said to myself when I started my fitness journey. And so starting and then staying consistent and then also with my business, the thought will come, this is too hard or this is gonna take too long or how can I do this? But then the next thought when I pause and I think, but if I quit, what am I saying yes to? Because this is the thing we have to understand. Every no comes with a yes. Absolutely. Every yes comes with a no. So if I do quit my fitness journey, we'll use that first as an example. If I quit, what am I saying yes to? That means I'm saying yes to being back over 200 pounds. If I quit my working out, that means I'm going back to having less energy. If I quit my fitness journey, I'm taking, I, that means I'm saying yes to all those things that I never want to go back to. Or even when, it, when I was trying to lose weight, it was like, okay, if I don't start today, so I didn't have the successes under my belt, but if I don't start today, that means I'm gonna stay how I am, or more than likely, I'm gonna get bigger. Because all I've proven is that I know how to gain weight over the years. So um, when it comes to my business, the times that I've gotten afraid or scared or having to learn a new skill, the thought is like, okay, I'm here. I gotta learn this. But if I don't learn it, what does that mean? That means I don't get to grow anymore. What does that mean? That I'm gonna give up my business. If I give up my business, that means I have to earn an income somehow. That means I go back to a job and no shade on a job. But if I give up, what am I saying yes to? So a big part of my consistency is understanding that A, it's okay to feel afraid. 
B, it's okay to wonder how, how, you know, wonder, will I get there? How will I get there? But the key is to know how to speak life over myself to come back and say, but I know that I can learn new things. Everything is figure outable. I am capable of this. Everything in my life has led up to this point. And if other people can do it, other people's success is a sign that I'm able to achieve it as well. So my consistency is very much buried in the fact that what's the alternative? The alternative is not acceptable because I don't want that to be a reality for my life. So that means I got to, you know, buck up, take a deep breath and say, I'm able to learn this. I'm even taking my business. I hired a business coach. So she's stretching me to another level now so that I can learn automations, learn how to grow my business without having to always be present because wow. that's next level. But that's <laughs> yes. very, yes, very scary. Yes. Very scary. Uh -huh. But I want that's the, the, the always, so how do I stay consistent? I always ask myself after I'm done whining and after I'm like, oh my God, I'm so scared. Then I dust the tears off and I'm like, but what's the alternative? Mm -hmm. And if I don't want the alternative, that means I got to keep moving forward. I love it. Love it. You're, you're a whole motivational speaker out here, Ebony. I remember you said, oh, that's on my list now. That's, yes. that's on the thing. That's on, that's what I want to do. That's my, it's just, so I went through life feeling like, how can I do this? How can I do this? And watching other people. And then the biggest thing was realizing that I can get there and everything that I've experienced will allow me to get there. Mm -hmm. I just have to learn how to speak life over myself and make a decision that my efforts will result, result in success. Because we have, and, and this is the thing, before, when we're faced with a decision, faith and fear require the same amount of energy. Mm -hmm. my, I can sit here and say, I can't do that. It won't happen. Or I can say, I can learn this. It will happen. Absolutely. I definitely believe in um, affirmations and writing your visions down. Um, it's just something about seeing your vision, you know, writing it down on paper and seeing it and reminding yourself of that every day. Um, it's funny that you mentioned as well, um, automations and stuff like that. Um, it definitely does make a big difference. I've been learning that in my business is I've been implementing automations. It's just the best thing to not having to always you know, physically be present for something to happen. Right. So that's right. amazing that you went that route and hired a business coach and see, that's another thing with business when you're growing, you know, the goal should always be to continue to evolve and grow and not have your business stagnant. Right. right. And so now I'm sure your life is, you know, getting a lot more easier with implementing these automations and stuff like that. And yes. so that's another thing I wanted to get to, right? So how, if you mind sharing with us, how do you stay uh, organized, right? And if you mind sharing like some of the tools uh, that you use in your business to help you stay organized or with some of your automations, if you mind sharing that um, with yeah, us. Yeah, sure. Um, so this is kind of new. So I'm fresh on the automations processes, but we are, for my content creation, I'm using Canva. So Canva, yes, I love Canva. <laughs> Canva is it, right? Yes. Yes. It's the bomb. So I use their content calendar to schedule and plan my content for my um, Instagram. Um, my Facebook is more organic. Well, all of it is organic. Facebook, I kind of post whatever I want. My Instagram is really where I'm 
pursuing and really growing that platform more. So I use Canva to plan out content. Um, I use um, Kajabi. So Kajabi is where we're using for my CRM. We're using that for all of my automations and my emails, creating my landing pages. Um, I'm eventually gonna be creating courses on mindset and weight loss. So I'll be creating courses within that um, platform as well. So those are the two sources that I'm using right now. Um, and I'm big time still a paper and pen girl. So I love putting paper to pen, but Canva definitely the calendar works great for me, planning content and then also using Kajabi. That is awesome. Um, I love Canva. <laughs> I have to say that. I mean, if you don't know about Canva, you guys definitely check it out. It's great for even like thumbnails and stuff like that. You know, if you're a content creator or trying to just enhance your uh, thumbnails, it's great for that. Um, I've definitely heard of a Kajabi before um, in regards to courses, because at one point I remember I was trying to find uh, look up the different platforms, you know, or um, compare the different platforms for online courses. Right. And so I came across that one. That's a good one because it does have all the um, Zapier like integration, stuff like that, which is good too. Yes. And that's great though, that you're going to create like an online course. Um, yes. With yes. that, with that also, that's kind of some type of automations as well, because you're able to share your knowledge, your wisdom, you know, and all of that in an online course and be able to earn passive income. So that's great. Yes. That's yes. That, that is going to be a big part of um, helping grow my business to the next level and then be able to reach more people without having to necessarily have the one-to-one -one coaching because yeah. I do provide the one-on-one, -on -one, but a course where I can put all this in there about learning about consistency on your weight loss journey, how to help that belief in your ability for you to succeed and along with the other elements that are um, necessary for health and wellness and long-term success. Yeah. Well, that's amazing. <laughs> so tell us how, so do you practice self-care in, in the midst of all of this? I mean, being a mom, being a wife, I mean, you have such a busy lifestyle having your clients <laughs> and all of that. What, if you do practice self-care, like what are some of the ways that you do practice self-care? Well, definitely with my scheduling, um, I'm implementing, I'm really having to learn to go from being like a workhorse to implementing a schedule. So when I think about when I was working full-time, so when I was working full-time in a retail environment, it was very easy to work 55, 60 hours a week just because of how busy you can get in a retail environment. And I was working my coaching business around that. So I had really definitely built that hustle mentality. Um, now that my son isn't doing virtual school at home and he's actually in school, my goal for self-care is um, really to set up my schedule so that I have one day a week, not the weekends, one day where my husband's at work, my son is at school where I'm not um, seeing any clients, I'm not doing any work, I've got my posts already to auto post or auto auto schedule on their own. And I spend that day to watch something on TV. I take that time to sit down. Well, I sit down and eat breakfast every day. I think that's important to just to know myself. But my self-care is definitely making sure I have a day, at least in the mornings until two o'clock, where I can watch whatever I want on TV, go for a walk if I feel like it, go get my nails done, eyebrows done. But my self-care is having a scheduled time where no one can expect anything from me. And that allows me to give me that space to kind of decompress. That's amazing. And self-care is definitely important. You know, rest is important. You know, sometimes we feel like we have to always go, go, go and always have to hustle, hustle, hustle. But 
rest is also a form of productivity. You know, it helps you to then be rejuvenated and be able to then give a lot, you know, give your all um, to your business or to your family. Right. So that's it allows you to have clarity. It allows you to have clarity. Yeah. I'm burnt out. I can't even think of a great idea Mm. because I'm tired. Right. Absolutely. So tell me what advice, right? What what advice would you give to somebody who is, you know, they're at their nine to five job, right? They have a side hustle, um, probably, and their side hustle is doing really well but they just have this fear of, you know, and they're not even happy at their nine to five job too, by the way. Right. You know, and they just have this fear of letting go. They feel stuck, right. They feel stuck at their job or they just feel stuck overall where they're at and, or they may have a business idea and they're afraid to start that business idea. You know, there's afraid to take that first step. What would you say to that person? Well, there are a lot of schools of thought on, you know, quitting your job and going after your side hustle, right? Like some people will say, just quit it and that'll drive you to work harder and make sure you have income. That's not my school of thought because if I don't have money, I can't even clearly work my business because I'm going to be stressing, right? So that that's not my school of thought. I think that it's important to look at your job because this is what i did when i really came into the space of like wow i could possibly quit my job use it use your mindset as this my job is allowing me the opportunity to build my side business Mm -hmm. so my job is funding me to be able to have the um, space to work my business at night And what this will do is help shift your mind. So there were times I know that I was like frustrated. Customers are driving me crazy. I'm like, oh, I just want out. But it really financially on paper didn't make sense yet. So Mm -hmm. the things I had to remind myself was that, okay, let me work harder at night, you know, when I'm working my business. And when I come to work, I'll remind myself that this is just temporary. This is temporary until I'm able to make that shift. And then at night, work your business work it, work your hustle, work it, build it and have faith in it and love it and say, this is going to work for me. And then you will know, but the key is to always move in a space of gratefulness because technically while we might hate the job or hate that we have to work for someone else on the flip, it is affording you a lifestyle. It's affording you the opportunity to work your side business. So shift from shifting into a space of gratitude and say, I'm going to use this while I'm doing this so that I'll eventually, I know that I'll be able to transition. And when it's time to transition and it makes sense to you, not to everybody else, makes sense to you, then you're able to go on and take that leap. And I really believe that when it happens, it's going to be at the perfect timing. And when you tell that story to people, because y'all are going to succeed, when you tell that story, it's going to be like, wow, that worked out great for you. And then Mm -hmm. you'll understand that why it took the time that it took for it to get where you wanted and where you desired to be. Absolutely. That is so good. That is so good. Thanks for sharing that. Yeah. I mean, you're so right. You definitely want to have a plan, right? You don't want to just get up and, you know, just, you know, do something, you know, that's not practical, right? For your situation or based on what everybody else is saying or what everybody else is doing. Everybody has their own journey, right? And you're absolutely correct about using your job, being grateful for your job and using your job as somewhat of a stepping stool as an, as an opportunity, right? To advance to the next level, right? 
like myself, I mean, I'm still technically a flight attendant, right? <laughs> but lately, <laughs> I've been able to, I don't have to fly that much now. And I try not to fly that much now because of my other businesses and trying to work that. I mean, on my layovers, you know, I take advantage of my layovers and I, you know, work my business on my layovers or in between flights or something like that. I work my business. So you just have to make the most of it, make it work for you. Yes. Absolutely. And I think, I feel like it just, it builds character. You know, I think yes. about the times that I was at work and sitting on a 30 minute lunch break and like holding my phone and eating <laughs> and responding to messages, like trying to get people signed up. Or I, I think back to that when I get home from work and I just, you know, dead tired, take a shower, pull that laptop out, get to work. Like it builds character. Mm -hmm. And I think this whole journey of whether it's weight loss or growing a business, it is about us digging deeper and realizing how you don't even realize what you're capable of until you're pushed to that limit when you really, really want something. So you find those pockets of times and you make it work. Exactly. Absolutely. So what would you say to somebody right now who is now struggling on their fitness journey, right? They're having issues with losing weight. They feel like they can't do it. You know, they've given up so many different times. What um, words of encouragement or advice do you have for that person? I want to tell you that you and I are just alike. All right. So whoever that is, if you're <laughs> feeling like that, let me tell you this. This is what helped me. Number one, forgive yourself. Whatever happened in the past is over. If you lost weight and gained it back, forgive yourself. If you've tried over and over again, forgive yourself. Whenever you start, this is the commitment that I made to myself. It's a promise. And this is what I told myself. I don't care how long it takes. I'm not giving up. I don't care how long it takes. I'm not stopping. If you mess up at two o'clock and you ate some cookies, after you ate your perfect little meal prep, your broccoli and chicken, guess what I want you to do? Dust the cookie crumbs off your lips and you get right back on track. It ain't no more wait until Monday. You did the world is not over. You get right back on track because a lot of times we think that we have to be perfect. You being perfect does not mean that you're never gonna have a cookie again. You're never gonna miss a workout. Perfection instead is gonna be defined as you no longer allowing what stopped you in the past stop you now. What does that mean? In the past, I know for myself, if I messed up and ended up eating cookies at the deli by my job, I would beat myself up and say, I have to start over on Monday. Perfection for me now at that point in my life was making the decision that I can get up immediately and I don't have to start over. And I also made this commitment to myself. I felt like in my mind, I was like, I felt like I had to lose 10 pounds a month. Shy. I don't know where I got that from. I made it up somewhere. I decided if I, lose, <laughs> if I didn't lose 10 pounds in a month, I would give up. But this is a shift that I had. I realized that I have a lot of habits that I have to overcome. Mm. I got to learn how to meal prep. Wow. I got to learn how to work through cravings. I got to learn how to be patient with myself. So I began to shift that focus into the habits. And then I told myself this, if I lose one pound a month, one pound a week, that's 52 in a year. And then I thought back to the last time a year was over. Like you realize that time really does pass. So be patient with yourself. 
and speak life over yourself instead of speaking that I can't do it. It's not going to work. It's going to take too long. When the thought comes, I can't do it. I need you to come right back and say, but yes, I can. When the thought comes and says, this is going to take forever, then I want you to tell you the, want you to tell yourself the time is going to pass anyway. If it says that you can't lose weight, you got to say, yes, I can lose weight. And what you're going to do is exercise that muscle of faith and exercise that muscle of self-belief. And the more we do it, the stronger we get and the further you will go. I love that. That is so good. And I needed to hear that, Ebony. I needed that <laughs> reminder, okay? You know, I was on my fitness journey a few years ago too. I was super consistent and stuff, but you know, these days it's, you know, but I'm, I'm getting back there, you know, and yeah. I'm, happy, I'm happy that you said that because some days are like, oh my gosh, am I going to get back to, where I was, you know, a few years ago. So I'm so happy that you shared that. Um, And I do believe that for sure it's it's possible. And it does take consistency, you know, you're not gonna see the results tomorrow. Um, You know, you just have to continue to be consistent. So I'm happy that you reminded us of that. That was good. And so- We don't get there as long as we don't quit. (laughs) Absolutely, absolutely. So what would you say is your superpower, Ebony? I have to ask (laughs) before we close. Um, Yes. Um, relatable. Like I understand the struggle and because I understand the struggle, I'm able to help people realize that because this is the thing, like I feel like on social media and this could just be me shy, but I remember when I was at my heaviest and like scrolling on social media and I would watch the people working out, eating right. And it looked like they loved it. It looked like it looked, they made it look easy. And again, this is my perception. And I, when I started sharing, I wanted to share from a place of, um, it's okay if you don't love it. It's okay if you don't feel like it. What I wanna teach you is how to keep going because you know what your end goal is. So my superpower is that I'm able to focus on what it is that I really want versus what I want right now. So being able to learn to speak to ourselves through that type of feeling, even in in the business, when you're trying to launch your business. In the moment, it feels scary, but we think about the end goal and we can really get a clear vision. So being able to stay focused on the end goal, which I think is one of the seven habits of highly successful people by Stephen Covey, successful people know how to begin with the end in mind Hmm. and I really adopted that mindset of being able to begin with the end in mind because the end is what's going to drive us to keep going absolutely that is so good I love that and I feel like when you're when you're on any journey it's good to listen as well because you mentioned um you know that um author it's good to listen or read books right motivational books listen to motivational speakers i do believe that that can help you on your journey too that was so good oh my goodness so ebony how can how can our audience find you what are your social media handles um if you do have a website um i i know that you said that you are looking to start um online coaching as well where can people get that information or just where can people follow ebony absolutely you guys can follow me on instagram at coach eb underscore um i am on also facebook ebony cornish and my website is www.coachebony.com so i look forward to connecting with all of you you can actually go to um 
my Instagram, grab my um, eight best exercises to lose weight forever. I want you guys to get that so that we can help you be the most fit and fabulous version of yourself ever. That is awesome. I will make sure as well that I have the all the links in my show notes as well on my podcast and on YouTube so that people can go ahead and follow you. Definitely, you guys, if you are on a weight loss journey or just a health and wellness journey, definitely follow Ebony, okay? She's one of the most consistent people that I know out there. I've been following her for a few years. Um, she's, as she said before, very much relatable, and that's what I love about her. So if you need some inspiration, you know, health and fitness inspiration, definitely go and follow Miss Ebony, okay? Thank you, girl. <laughs> I'm so excited. So Ebony, it was a pleasure having you on the podcast. Thank you so much for taking the time to be here. I'm super excited, and uh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I look forward to your business growth. Okay. And, and, and look forward to just continue to watch your journey. Thank you, Shy. And I'm so proud of you too, girl, because you were out here just doing <laughs> it. I'm like, I need to get out and get me some properties and all, and all of this. This is beautiful. So I'm just on, I'm honored to be connected to you and to see how you are just blessing the world with your talent, your gift, and your spirit. Thank you, Ebony. Thank you. All right, beautiful people. Well, if you liked this episode, don't forget to go ahead and uh, give this video a thumbs up. Also, if you want to see more content like this, don't forget to go ahead and hit that subscribe button and the notification bell as well so that you don't miss out on any of my future videos, okay? Again, I share a lifestyle and side hustle gems that can help you to improve the quality of your life, help you to make some extra money, help you to grow your business, and all that good stuff. Well, again, beautiful people, it's your girl, Shai Vivia. It was an absolute pleasure. Let's continue to grow those businesses and get financially healthy together, and I'll see you guys later. Be blessed. Bye-bye.